I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. So happy to be here. Many stations across the country that broadcast this program. Also, TalkStreamLive.com that links to a lot of these radio stations online and also our own online affiliate, which is Aftermath.fm. Sure to check it out. Go to Aftermath.media and sign up for our library, our own personal digital playground. You can go in and be around people of like minds. Also, study, read, watch videos, and, and a lot of podcasts are on our network, too. Just sign up today. Go to Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. So here in the Pacific Northwest, we've been hit with some pretty, pretty, I guess you could say deluge, a big deluge of rain, okay? Not that here in the Pacific Northwest, we don't get rain. We get rain a lot. But this summer, we didn't get much. Um, and I figured, you know, it was, it was, I mean, we had like, I think two cyclone bombs to kick off uh, the winter season. Uh, we're now getting rain and a little bit of cool. We'll have fog tonight and then rain tomorrow. You'll say, well, that's just winter, right? Well, yeah, it is. But uh, when you have an atmospheric river and you're seeing uh, places up north of you, like Vancouver, British Columbia, getting two two feet of rain. Or, no, wait, was it two feet? No, it's, I don't know. I'll have to check that. I think I heard something like, you know, they get a, a lot of rain, not just, uh, more more inches than we can count. Um, and, and cattle are dying, crops are dying, water tables are higher. Um I, I just shake my head and I think to myself, you know, whatever you believe, you know, whatever you believe about the the climate change thing, CO2 and the risks of global warming creating a global catastrophe, they're looking at, what, 1.5 to 2 degrees Celsius average temperature rise in the next roughly 12 years. And they keep moving the goalposts, if you will. I mean, it's worth noting who's promoting the current flood of propaganda and climate activism. And I was... Uh, particularly interested in finding out, you know, exactly what was going on or what's been going on, what proposals are for the world with regard to green deals and the new green economy. And of course, you know, when you're doing your research, you get, you know, of course, President Biden's plan, you get, you know, a number of other people, you hear about AOC and Greta Thunberg and all this, but then of course, Klaus Schwab shows up and Klaus Schwab has proposed this global new deal for nature. And he's hoping that people like Biden and other leaders jump on board with him. He and Al Gore, he and Prince Charles, Greta Thunberg. I just go down the list of all these in AOC and all these people are like, they, they want to be global shapers. They, they, they're part of a group called Voice for the Planet, which was launched at the World uh, economic forum in Davos uh, three years ago. Global Shapers is another group too, which uh, they have become a youth grooming organization created by Schwab in 2011. He's got, like I said, Greta Thunberg and others, AOC and others pushing the agenda. He wrote a book back in 2020 where he lays out the way that uh, fake youth activism is being used to advance these new 
fourth industrial revolution plans. And he writes this. This is what he says in his in his book, and it's very frank. He says, Youth activism is increasing worldwide, being revolutionized by social media that increases mobilization to an extent that would have been impossible before. It takes many different forms, ranging from non-institutionalized political participation, demonstrations, and protests, and addresses issues as diverse as climate change, economic reforms, gender equality, and LGBTQ rights. The young generation is firmly at the vanguard of social change. There is little doubt there will be the catalyst for change and a source for critical momentum for the Great Reset. So if your kids are walking out of class, and if they were kids that walked out of class, which, by the way, when Liam did it, he he, he said to the teacher he didn't believe that he should do it. But when they had the walkout for climate change, when they had the walkout, that was, in fact, something that Klaus Schwab had proposed. For I mean, this, It was basically we're grooming the kids to pay attention to the issues we want them to pay attention to, and climate change is one of them. In fact, uh, the ultra, I guess you could call it the ultra-industrial future, uh, this fourth, I guess the fourth uh, industrial revolution that's been proposed by Schwab is green. It's all green, all the time. I mean, it's not nature, though. I mean, you, you can't get that. Con- I mean, that's what I think a lot of people have confused is that, these guys who are pushing these green strategies, they don't give a damn about nature. They don't care. It's not about saving the planet. It's about other things. It's, it's about natural capital. It's about incentivizing investment in new markets of you know, greener type of uh, industries. It's never about the climate. If you listen carefully to what the politicians tell you, they'll tell you that it's to make jobs or to create jobs. And, and what, what are these jobs? These jobs are in greener, are, are green jobs, working environmental jobs. That's what it is. It has nothing to do, has nothing to do with the climate. It has everything to do with a, a green and social frontier with regard to jobs. So pollution right now means profit and environmental crisis is a business opportunity. It's like uh, it said, don't let a crisis go to waste. Business opportunity, crisis. And so, in his book, The Fourth Industrial Revolution, he says, in this new revolutionary new industrial system, carbon dioxide turns from a greenhouse pollutant into an asset. And the eco- economics of carbon capture and storage move from being cost as well as pollution sinks to becoming profitable carbon capture and use production facilities. Even more important, it will help companies, governments, and citizens become more aware of be more aware of engaged in the strategies to actively regenerate natural capital, allowing intelligent and regenerative uses of natural capital to guide sustainable production and consumption and give space for biodiversity to recover in threatened areas. It's nothing about the planet here. Okay. It's all about new strategies. It's all about computer models. It's all about cloud models. It's all about, uh, you know, what they see and what they can use, whatever crisis they can use and capitalize on. There are plenty of crises to capitalize on. We'll get into that in just a bit. But I'm just giving you an outline of what I was reading over the weekend and how this is important when you start looking at the weather and saying, wow, I think the I think the temperature's going up or I think something's wrong. It's wrong because they're geoengineering thing. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, Sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month. 
and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.